It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast brought to you by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Anything and everything you can think of, you can bet on it with the Bet Parks app. Odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. And speaking of perfect harmony, Elliot Shore Parks, mm. how long have I tried to tell you not to doubt Howie Roseman? I just say, why don't you believe in this guy for yeah. years now? You really have years. For years I've been yeah. saying, Howie hero, Howie season, the best general manager in the sport. How could anyone ever have doubted this man? Do you finally see what I've well, been saying, Elliot? I, was, you know, I mean, funny. you're welcome what, for being right this whole time. Right. But yeah. I was thinking today how when everyone <laughs> wanted him fired, how clear you were that they should not fire oh him. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I, not just that. I said give him an extension when exactly. everyone was saying Lifetime. fire him. I was like, trust me, this guy is going to bring it back around. Yes. How many Holy. emergency pods have we done see, now? I mean, of- I, seriously, can we real quick, Just I, I have to earmuffs. One, two, three. Holy fucking shit, <laughs> Howie Roseman. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Like, how, like, seriously, like, what, uh, no joke. Like, obvi- I mean, you know, all kidding aside, like, everyone knows how I felt and how, honestly, most Eagles fans felt. Like, it wasn't, I was out, you were out on an island saying how he's good. Yes. And, and credit to you. You know, all joking Thank aside, you. you, you, seriously, like, nice job by you. He did create the mess. But man, if this dude can't clean up his own mess, he's like the 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 freaking so, Mister Clean when it comes to cleaning up his messes. What a miraculous offseason! What a miraculous two years this guy has had. So what's funny is we haven't even said Chauncey Gardner Johnson's Chauncey Gar- name yet. CJ, yeah, but, GJ, baby. But, right, let me get a quick Howie takeoff, then we'll get more yes, into that. Yes, we'll get into the trade, we'll get into it all. Obviously, so real quick, so people know we were recording at two oh six on cut down day. We just had to get it's to an you quicker. Pot, yeah, yeah. We, Chauncey Gardner Johnson Eagle. They filled their biggest need that we've talked about all season. We're going to dive into it all. Stuff could happen now. Elliot is literally staring at his computer Looking screen as Twitter I speak. As Normally, we're, we're locked eyes. Yeah, you know, we're connected, but he's got to look at the computer, so he's locked in on no, this. I know how Kristen feels. All well, the time. 
Nicely done. Thank you. Um, we will we will follow. We get to the regular stuff. You, no moves yet, but we we think something's gonna happen. We we'll get to it all as it goes. And obviously, if if something has not happened by four, we'll we'll address everything we can now to get this out as quickly as possible. How we take, and then we'll get to CJGJ. Yeah. So, I think what's interesting about the Howie thing is. It's such a good example of how the most precious thing in the NFL is like time mm-hmm. and a leash it's because so many other owners would have fired Howie, you know, and like so many other GMs that could probably improve the way Howie has improved could have improved if they had more time on the job. And it's something we talk often a lot about with Jalen. Right? Jalen, like, that was what like, I was thinking. Will of. he have enough time? And it's just a reality that it's different for a GM than it is a quarterback. Just like when you're on the field, it's different than when you're off the field, just in terms of how long your leash is. But it just shows, like, the people that call up. I forget who made this point. It was a caller last week called up and brought this up. Like, you know, Jalen could improve with more time. And yeah, I think this show. I remember this Yeah, call. Howie's a great example of that. Like, Howie was never Howie was never this good of a GM. Howie 1.0 was not a great GM. He never mm-hmm. even won a playoff game, yep. right? Then Howie 2.0 comes along. 2017, obviously a great offseason. But then definitely some mistakes after yep. that, right? Yeah. But Lurie stuck by him. And what you're seeing is just like anybody in any walk of life. I've been covering the team for eight years now. Like, I like to think I'm better than I was on day one. Like, Howie is better now because he's just been in the job for a long time. And I think this trade is a great example of that. Like, this trade happens because Howie is good at working the phones, Howie's good at keeping things quiet, Howie's good at, at knowing what's going on around the league. And Howie is very and good has relationships. at having relationships, right? Like, I know within the city, for some reason, he's viewed as, like, some annoying guy nobody likes. But, like, around the league, clearly, I know he's, it was funny he's voted the most, most least today, by which is agents, funny right? comes but, out, yeah. but clearly, he has people that talk to him. Executives because, talk to him. Yes, like, when the Saints were making this deal. The second trade was made with the Saints in six months. Yes, And especially exactly. after the last trade where most people thought they fleeced the Saints. Right. And the Saints are still coming back and making trades with him. That says something. Yeah, so I just think what you saw with this trade is, like, quintessential how he has developed into this GM because just to make this move to pull it off and we can get into the specifics of it now. Like I think there's definitely risks involved in this. I think it's funny. They're calling him a safety. Yeah. We'll he get, hasn't played a ton right, of safety. We'll get into yeah. that. But like, I mean, it's a slam dunk trade. Like Cha- Chauncey Gardner Johnson is 24 years old. He's a borderline pro bowl talent. He like, he's just a great secondary player. He can yeah. play both positions in the secondary. He gives you some size well, in the slot when you right. need it. I'm like, not so sure about the versatile thing. We'll get into it. Well, but, I mean, like, theoretically, and yeah, we'll get into we'll get, it. But I think what I'm but saying is, the compensation, aside, yeah, it's a trade you make every day. The compensation it, they gave up for the player they got is yes. is a win no matter what. And I know you have to pay him, but assuming you're willing to, like, it is a no-brainer. Even, honestly, even a trade for a one year of Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. For a fifth, yeah, is worth it. It's worth it, right? right? Like, that's why it's such a great trade, and you get him in your building, and you decide if you like him, you pay him all that stuff. 100%. But, I, I I couldn't agree more. Like now, it's a no-brainer. Honestly, I'm shocked there was not another team in the, the league that would was willing to do this. Well, and that's the weird thing. So the Saints reporters are kind of like putting out this thing now, which credit to all them. Like obviously the Saints are telling them this, right? Like of course they're <laughs> dealing from a position of yes, strength because exactly. they were way they're apart so on deep in the secondary. Yeah. First of all, they're four million apart in secondary. Four in million contract. dollars. Yeah, in sorry, in contract between them and Chauncey. Apparently, it, that's like a rounding error. It's like nothing. Howie. Yeah, it's four like, million dollars. How he how he did, did had dead cap of like sixty million he's last 24 year. Twenty four years old. Yeah. Like, how do you let somebody that that's ta- that that talented that's twenty four years old? By the way, I know the Saints are deep in the secondary and all that stuff, 
But, like, they're going to win with their defense. They yeah. have a defensive head coach, right? Like, so they got some age there. I mean, deep, but yeah, Tyron Matthew, he's what, 33 now. Yeah, I mean, like, speculation, he might get cut, remember, yeah. with this whole tweet thing. So, like, I'm just shocked the Saints let him go. And I think whenever this type of move happens, you kind of ask yourself, like, it's like if someone is willing to sell you, like, this ball and car for, like, $1,000, yeah. you're like, is it a lemon? You're like, what's happening, right? So, I think it's fair to have some skepticism in terms of, like, you know, Ian Rapport, NFL, NFL Network, I guess, said Chauncey didn't react well to the trade negotiations, so maybe they thought we have to get him out of the building, and so then you go like, all right. The contract negotiations? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I said trade negotiations. Oh, sorry. I'm just yeah. speaking. No worries. Why do you want people right. to think like he wasn't happy to come here or something? No, like no, that. Yeah. yeah. The contract yeah. negotiations. So, like, then you think, well, maybe if he comes here, he's not, like, all that stuff. Bottom line is for a fifth-round pick, you make the trade. Exactly. Like, even, exactly. even if you're, like, skeptical of it, like, the same situation with the car. If someone's going to sell me a, a Tesla that I take on a test drive and looks fine once for a 1000 bucks, like, you know, maybe it backfires, but ultimately, like, you do it because that car could be worth, like, you know, $60,000. Absolutely. So the- I, w- I think it's a smart trade. I would do it 10 out of 10 times. We'll get into some of the skepticism part of it, but, I, you know. I also think it's like yeah, uh, and it's, it's a it's a done deal. More for fifth. It's, so it's, you keep saying a sixth. It's more fifth because it's the uh, they 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 get a seventh round back. They give up their later of their two sixth and a fifth. So it's right. really like the sixth and seventh almost cancel out if it's the later a fifth. Essentially. It's a fifth. Yeah. Regardless, uh, and again to your point, like it doesn't even matter what else is going on. You take this trade as a flyer, even if he were a, a head case or something. And look, we'll get into the feistiness and all that because it can yeah. go both ways I think Eagles fans Eagles fans already are like oh my god look at this guy right. the clip of him the, in Tom yeah, Brady's yeah, face it's gone. Yeah. and it's hilarious and I and, and look Richie uh, just did the midday show just hosted with Richie and during the breaks Richie as you know the film maniac he yes. is was literally watching Chauncey Gardner film in the breaks you know going through and watching and he was really excited about the player he is the aggressive nature that he plays with he's like he's a willing tackler He's willing to go up and meet, you know, guy, meet the blocker, shed blockers. Like he's not afraid of contact. All the type of things you want to hear. And I mentioned, um, and again, you know, not this level, or whatever, but like the idea of a guy like Malcolm Jenkins, who was drafted as a slot corner, did play that position. Funny enough, in New Orleans, yeah. Um, and then can turn into a safety. You could do versatile things for you. And I think that's obviously the hope and the idea behind it. But again, to your point, uh, to add to your point, it's not just that this deal is is worth it either way. You look at it, you're like, why would they do that? I think we have to say at this point, after this trade, after the other Saints trade, after the Dolphins trade last year, after like, you know, the going up to get Devontae, moving back, all these things that he's done, like, honestly, when I see a trade like this, I just, I don't even think about what's wrong with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think... How he did it again. Yeah. Like, he deserves credit for this. Like, he deserves credit for understanding value and understanding. I just did a fantasy auction last night. Like, it's all about, all right, like, I drafted guys I didn't even, like, expect to have on my team because it was like, wow, that's way too cheap. They're still there, That guy's yeah. just worth more than that. How he is so good at understanding what a player's value is and understanding when he can get them for way less or what a draft pick's value is and when he can give up less to get it. He's amazing at it. It's, it's one yeah. of his best skills. And it's, you know, like, it's almost more It's almost a more important skill than evaluating talent in this way. Because in this specific job. It is a crapshoot. Well, and not just that. In evaluating talent, you have a lot of help, right? Yes. you got a lot of scouts and a lot of other things True. to do that stuff for you. This is you making these trades. Yeah, it's your you ability know? to negotiate. Like, I'm a bad exactly. negotiator. I would have been like, I'll give you a third of for him. You like, know? I really like, like this guy. What is it going to take? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I would be I would way too excited, way too quick. Yeah. But... Yeah, so from from on the field, 
And again, it's a trade I would do. Yeah, let's get into yes. it, like the specifics, because again, there you, there are question marks with the fact that, to your point, you know, I think he only played eighty snaps at safety and thousand at, at slot yeah, corner. 13, so he's played he's played thirteen hundred snaps at nickel corner. He's been one of the best nickel corners in the league. So when they initially made the trade, I'm like, he's not a safety. Right. Like I I get that like he could he's done it before, but he's played thirteen hundred snaps at nickel and eighty snaps at safety. So he's kind of barely done it right now. I think when you look at the Eagles. Secondary, the five guys they're going to have out there the most: Darius Slay, James Bradbury, Maddox, uh, Gardner Apps. Johnson, and Apps. Right? Yep. Those are going to be their five. There's not many fives out there better that, than those five in the league. Like, there's just certainly not. in terms of coverage, particularly yeah, just flat yeah. out. Like, now the other thing that Chauncey's going to be able to do is my guess is what they're going to do is they're going to put Epps single high a lot, and they're going to have Chauncey kind of like roaming around, not really as like a front seven role, but just like. He'll be the in the box safety, kind of similar to what Malcolm did. I think he's quicker now than Malcolm was when Malcolm got mm-hmm. here. Malcolm was probably a more physical hitter. Chauncey is a physical guy, you're right, but he's also like he looks I don't want to say scrawny, no, but he, he doesn't look he doesn't look thick. Yeah. Like he, he's not right. short, but he doesn't look thick. Right. You know what I mean? So my guess is Whereas like Malcolm had a thickness to him. Right. As a and he was yeah, he was a, a big hitter, it was a great tackler. Oh, yeah. But so Chauncey, my guess is they're gonna put him in the box and like if a tight end splits out wide, he'll just go take him. If a running back running back splits out wide, like that or a linebacker could take the running back, but I think Chauncey will have the ability to do that. I think they're just going to move them all around. Now, here's what I will say, though. It is kind of a new role for him, and this is where I'll trust Gannon in the way that Gannon knows way more about his scheme and way more about Chauncey Gardner-Johnson than I do. And, he oh, just by does. the way, a defensive back's guy, right? Not just yes. knowing his scheme and a player, but this is – his specialty yes. in his scheme, right? Right. So so I think this is one situation where we just kind of sit back and go, they've they have feel that whatever role they want, he can do it. And I'm not saying to get blind trust on that, but I'll take their word for it. More than we could yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. My, my concern, my only concern with it would be it is moving him to a new rule a role in some ways. It just is. And also like, right before the season starts. Yes, too. He's gonna have to like learn. he's having a whole training camp. That's a good point. Yeah. Right. I also think it's funny, and I felt guilty to, to this too, how all camp it was they need a safety, they need a safety, they need a safety. And now it's like everyone on Twitter is kind of like, well, if you think about it, it's actually the other safety is basically just another nickel. So like, <laughs> no one was saying that all month. You know? I know everyone's just like, all oh, mo- well, it's, yeah, that, yes. that's the way the Gannon defense is. Exactly. Like, what blah, a perfect blah, blah. They're going to play a lot. And like, I did He's think they were going to play gonna a lot. He's basically going to cover big guys in the slot. It's like, wait, what? Okay. So cool. I think that it'll be interesting to see how they use him, what, like, uh, what roles he fills? Is he gonna like? Will he line up at too high when they need him to? Will he ever line up as a single high safety? The other part of this is, like, from his perspective, and I saw some of this out there. Now, as, as a quote unquote safety, he can make more money than he can as a nickel, as a slot corner. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Right. So That's I wonder if from, from his perspective, if it's just kind of like the Eagles are willing to call you a safety, and thus maybe pay him the gap, bridge that gap that he had with the Saints, where maybe right. he's not making maybe much more than. He wanted before, then, before, but he's getting what he wanted. Maybe with different, right. yeah. So I think bottom line is they added a super talented player for almost nothing. So it's a great trade. I'm interested to see how it works. Another interesting dynamic to this is so he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Bradbury's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Kaiser White free agent at the end of the year. Miles Sanders end of the year. Jalen Hurts basically at the end of the year. Jalen Hurts, the contract will be a thing one way or the other. Look, right. they might it's make him play. Have to we think don't know about. what's going to happen. I mean, look, Dak was made to play. Cousins, right. it's happened. But yeah, it's certainly 
Brandon Graham. Being discussed and all that. Brandon Graham under contract, but at a very, like, I think his base salary is like a million and a half in 2023. So potentially new deal. Like, there's a TJ Edwards also under, uh, mm-hmm. not under contract next season, 2023. So there is a lot of guys that are coming up this year now, and the and the rookie class, like whoever is in that Dillard, like whoever those. So guys. Dillard's a free agent. That's something else to think about. Yeah, like it'll be a good problem to have if they have the year they're capable of having. They're gonna have a lot of players and be worth a lot of money, and it's a good problem to have. And if anybody can handle it, it's Howie with Jeffrey Lurie's checkbook, right? Mm-hmm. Like Lurie will pay to keep good players. Howie will make it happen. But it's just interesting. It's just going to be a lot of people at once. Well, I think what it is is what we're seeing Howie do, and credit to Howie is Howie is Deion take- Kane released, by the way. Uh, so, by the so way, Devin if they Allen trade- and Deion Kane released, that means, yeah, if they trade Rager. It's either Rager, or Rager. Yeah. Yeah. Or, well, could they could bring one of those guys back, right? No, but like, I'm saying on the initial 53. Right. Right, right, right. The four wide receiver right. dream lives Or, look, on. it could be a player trade. They could be trading. Like, we've only heard Minnesota for a draft pick. What if it's a Minnesota trade? Oh, wow. With- Andre Shashere got, got waved, too. Wow, that's surprising. Um, My 53 What if it's a trade brutal. to Minnesota with, with, like, an Alexander Madison coming back or something? Maybe. I'm not expecting that. But, like, it could be a player-for-player player thing where yes. you know, they fill that roster. But that is interesting because, you know, now seemingly – you know, without Rager, if Covey doesn't make it, it's four receivers, which would be surprising. So Yeah, and Covey I, doesn't look like he's been released yet. It looks like Reed Blankenship is going to make it. So, anyway, sorry, which not you to were, Which you were out on front on. Um, yeah, although I didn't put him on my 53 but, except the last second uh, I put Tart. Oh, buddy. I know. My 53 is an absolute disaster. I don't want to Did you enter it for it. the thing? I did. I don't you should talk not. See, it was your problem. I know. I All know. right. So, but to the point I was making, I think what Howie's doing, and it's really smart, is Howie is seeing, hey, Whatever happens with Jalen Hurts down the road, we have a year right now where he costs a million and a half bucks. Yeah. There is no bigger market and efficiency in this sport, and everyone knows it, than having a quarterback at that price who can go out and play well for you. Yes. Like, build it up around him. And that's what Howie's doing to his credit. Howie's saying, you know what, we've got a window here that may just be a one-year window for this specific group. Obviously, we love the youth. There's a lot of the draft's been good. Like, I'm excited about the future, too. But Howie's saying, hey, I got a weird little situation here with Hurts mm-hmm. on this contract and stuff where I can kind of, like, Go for it for a year. And credit, he's freaking going for it. We know how hard it is to win in this league. Like, take advantage of this market inefficiency yeah. you have and how he's doing it to the fullest extent. And I 100% agree with that. I think that the Chauncey Gardner trade, it's an interesting, I'll throw this back at you. Is that a trade you make no matter what? Like, he's so good, he's so cheap, and it's such a cheap price. Like, do you just do yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. And again, it, it's, I think the overall picture, you're correct. I, I think so. I think so, especially if they really believe that he's going to fit into this system and what they do really well. And again, look, if it's talking about signing for a few more years, like it, it is a whole, it's something where he's 24. If you believe him as a player, if you're, if your um, assessment of him, your, your scouting, all that stuff is like, hey, this guy's awesome and we can use him one way or another here. Yeah I, yeah, I think I think it's a trade you make no matter what. But I definitely think that I think how he was looking. I think how he knows that he's got a really good roster here, and if Hurts, you know, takes even a little step, like they got a they got a real chance to do special stuff this year. I mean, the other part of this is like there is no excuses for Gannon. None. Now, of course, None. I'll make I mean, think about I'll it. make one right away. But like, yeah, of course, of course, he needs the pass rush to play well, like all coordinators yeah, do. But like, but they got just dudes. in terms of talent. Yeah. Think about what they added just to the defense, forgetting the A.J. Brown of it all and all that. I mean, they've added from the outside four new starters in yeah. Kaiser White, James Bradbury, uh, Chauncey, and obviously Hassan Reddick. Then you got Dean, you got Davis, you know, you've got uh, Marcus Epps now a kind bigger a role. Starter, like, there's yeah. a lot of new pieces being put together I mean, in this game thing. Out of the 11, how many are new starters? So it would be six, right? So Reddick. You're four, basically getting four, Graham back. Before I mentioned, yeah, Graham, 
Um, I mean, Davis, starter, non-starter, but he'll be yeah. on on early downs. I think top two on the defensive line is basically a Yeah, starter. so I mean, yeah. like, you got six, seven new guys who are going to start for you. Wow. And that's pretty nuts. Man, I mean, again, like, the pressure is definitely going to be on Gannon. The other thing, too— you got to pull it together, too, though, right? It's not—it's Gannon. He's got the talent now, but there's a lot of guys and a new thing that you're doing. I'm sure they're going to be more aggressive with the multiples and all yeah. that because he can, so— Well, that'll be interesting because I do think you're right, and I think that this trade lends itself to the fact they're going to play a little more single high than they did last year. But I also am a believer that, like, Gannon believes in what he believes in. Oh, that's and, true. And, you know, like, he believes in that's not giving up big plays. So and the way you don't give up big plays— is you don't play risky Okay, defense. so this is interesting. I want to get into this in a sec. Uh, download the new Bet Parks app. You know, it's everything you want in digital casino and sports book. It really it, is. It, it really is. Yeah. And, and again, football's here. It's coming. We are, we have, there are no more preseason yet. Like, the next games that are played are meaningful ones. We are uh, one week away from this Thursday. It's Tuesday now, Thursday, one week till football, till a meaningful game. You can bet on with the Bet Parks app. Plus, got to get in now because you can get all your future bets in now. If you think the birds are going to, have something special happen. Bet on it now. Get long odds before they come out and go three and zero and start rolling. And then the odds change. Get in front of this stuff now. You can bet on anything and everything. Bet on who's going to win it all. Bet on who's going to lead the league in scoring. Bet on. And I mentioned my fantasy draft earlier tonight. Elliot's so right. Like I shouldn't have even done it. Yeah, it's. I just... should have just bet on this stuff on the app. Players, this, that. Like that's the freaking move. So you know what bet I can't wait to make. And I was gonna text this to you, but I decided to wait on the pod to tell you. I want to do that, a pa- I want to do a parlay bet where we pick all eight division winners. Oh, right? buddy! Throw like ten bucks on it. Let's do I, it. I I was looking at it, and if you put like ten bucks down, I I will admit I copped out and didn't put the AFC West because I couldn't pick one. Mm-hmm. But if you did seven, it was like seven to win. Now I'm forgetting. I'm going to pick it was a lot of money. It was like four or five thousand so. dollars. We're going to talk about. It. We'll do our our season preview, our predictions, all that good stuff. I love this idea. We are going to put together a division winners parlay. We're just going to go for it. Yes. And, and wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, well, be amazing. I look, again, like, I like futures. I like the idea of them. I do kind of hate having my money just sit there for a while. But I think this would be a fun thing because then you're rooting for so many teams to happen. Like, yeah, it's a really fun one. And, and uh, again, the app is fun. That's why we love it. It's so much fun to do these things to get ready for football season. And, uh, again, here's the plus. Uh, uh, also, Bet Park's official betting partner of the PGA Tour. So uh, if you're into golf betting, you make a lot of money with that, too, live in-game betting. Download the app now in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at BetParks.com. New users can make their first bet risk-free up to $750. Mm. Mm. Use our promo code GoBirds. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Your risk-free bet is for fun and site credit. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Um, the Gannon thing. Yes. Um, your guy. My guy. Do you feel good about the pressure that is now on his plate and him being able to? Because, again, I do think, like, the talent's there, but the point – Chauncey's getting here now and a, a role. And to your point, is he is is he who he is, or they bring in Hassan Reddick. They bring in Kaiser White who can blitz. They, you know, we Well, uh, that's the that's the freaking yeah. Chauncey had two sacks last year. He can blitz a little yeah, he bit. Can get like, after the quarterback. You get yeah. you they they have brought in players that at least symbolize that they are gonna do more aggressive things this year. We know they're gonna be more multiple, as he would say. Do you think that that we will see not just more, because it'll be more, a little more aggressive no matter what I would think, but do you think we will see a noticeably more, where, where Eagles fans are going like, yes! So, like, what do you expect? It's just tough because I thought the defense was pretty good last year. So Forget pretty good, just well, no, pure no, but, well, style of play. Well, no, that's, that's where I'm yeah. going with it. So, I think, like, if the expectation for this defense now is to be this, like, ultra-aggressive, blitzing defense that's going to shut down elite quarterbacks, 
That's like a super, 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 super high bar to make yes. because elite quarterbacks will see the blitz and now look, it's up to disguising it, but like certain great quarterbacks are going to notice that. Now they don't play many great quarterbacks this year, right? Like it's Dak, it's Aaron Rodgers, uh, Matt Ryan's not great anymore, but he's certainly experienced in terms of noticing stuff. So I do think that you will see some changes, but ultimately I don't know if that's what I want. Like I thought the defensive scheme last year, of course there were things I didn't like. I didn't like how the cornerbacks played off sometimes. I thought it impacted the pass rush. Like I get those type of things. But I saw years of Jim Schwartz where like it was over the head all the time and people were complaining about the big plays they the were giving sticks, up. Right. All that stuff, yep. So I think from Gannon's perspective, it's a super – on one hand, it's a it's a – hand you want to be dealt because he has a lot of talent. He has an easy schedule. There's bad quarterbacks. Like there's a really good chance his chances defense is going to finish the year top seven in points allowed. Just based off the talent and who they play. And the schedule, yeah. And no the doubt. schedule, right? But the tough thing is going to be like the expectations when you play the Packers now, unfairly, are going to be like to shut them down. And that's just extremely hard to do. It's very hard to come up with a defensive game plan no matter how good you are to shut down Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and how talented you are. So I think that the defense next year will be better. I think what's really going to help him, and he'll get credit for it, but really has nothing to do with him, is I think the pass rush is going to be way better. Mm-hmm. And that'll make everything easier for him. Because if they're creating organic pressure with the front four or five, changes whatever you want to call it, it changes absolutely everything. Like It's easier to play corner. You don't need great corners if your pass rush is You don't is need to blitz as much because they're exactly, getting home. Right? And if you, look at the be- yeah. if you look at the scoring defenses last year that gave up the fewest points, they were also some of the teams that blitz the fewest, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think blitzing is the answer to having a great defense. But, like, they have to run some scheme, and they're going to have to adjust week to week to quarterbacks and all that. And now Gannon, ha- like, again, the pass rush has to perform, and he can't do anything about that. But Gannon has no excuses. Flat out. Like, flat out. Every single week they're going to be expected to be a great defense because of the talent they have. What do you make of the the specific to Bradbury's a corner, you sign that guy in that situation always, but the the three other like free agent slash trade acquisitions they brought in the, the bigger ones in Reddick, White, and Johnson, all guys who do different things are yeah. kind of not well, that's kind the of worry. tweeners yeah, for their that's position the worry. and stuff. It was my worry with Reddick. So, yeah, yeah. So what do you make of this? I mean, it's at, worrisome, like, but I don't know what to say. Like yeah, so does, again, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Which by the way, are we going to just do Johnson Gardner Johnson? I just did Johnson there to see how. It, now see he's how a hyphenated felt. man. So he goes by CJ, and I've seen a lot of like New Orleans people on Twitter calling him CJ GJ, which isn't. Bad. I think there's a junior in his. Don't name. hate it. Yeah, C- I don't like CJ GJ. It's okay. It's too long. I like it in writing. I don't like it as much to say That's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Writing it looks good though, because you want to write out Chauncey Gardner Johnson. We would just say Gardner Johnson or CJ. Well, again, uh, well, CJ in Texas, that's our caller. That's we a good don't point. Wanna, we've we've already got a CJ on, CJ. on Go I think Gardner Johnson. Okay. Is what uh, the official we're going to call Gardner him Johnson. Gardner Johnson. We said our Sega White Side. I like Chauncey. Can I call him Chauncey? I like Chauncey. I do too. I think that's good. And Chauncey now, Billups, you think apparently of? Apparently like, he doesn't like it. Good. Uh, yeah. Well, that's probably what goes by CJ, huh? Also, important stuff. I think like he's got to take number 23. Oh. So I, I think like he's definitely so in the 20s. Was Josiah Scott 23? No, Tart was. Tart was. So it's was one of those guys who was, Right. I think you want him in the 20s. I think he could pull off a single digit, but there's no single digits available. I want to keep Pascal in three. Obviously, I think he'd be great in three because I think everyone looks good in mm-hmm. number three. Mm-hmm. But a small, blitzing, like secondary piece in number three would be sick. I think 23 is good. I think 23 is I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, I forget what your question was. Um, oh, about the tweeners and guys. Like, what, concerning and also, here's what I'll say. You, you Tell me why it concerns you, but then also... As the official Jonathan Gannon defender of this city, yes. for Christ's sake, 
Tell us why you're concerned if they are building a defense with guys that Gannon wants that he can do interesting things with. Isn't that something that that gets you excited as a Gannon? No, because I don't. I, <laughs> no, because like I don't really think elaborate, complex defensive schemes like are a consistent way to win in the NFL. Like I think you need to be great pass rush and Just like go beat the guy in front. Yeah, of you. like so. Also, here here be my thing with Gardner Johnson. He's a great player, as we've said repeatedly. Steal by Howie. Great move by Howie. I do it ten out of ten times. Everything, all that stuff. We'll see how he yeah. is in this role. Look, you know, I, I like that's it, the yes. other thing too. Like, I he's think, not a lock to come in and be a great safety because we've never seen him. Be right. A great it's safety. like when people are like, "Well, Hassan Reddick, like, man, he can he can blitz, but he can also cover." It's like, no, he can't really cover. Like when he did that in Arizona, he wasn't good at it. So like, yes, he is lined up at safety, and in theory, that makes him versatile. But that's like saying like. I could step into a producer booth and try to do your job. I certainly can't right. be a producer. No, I don't I know how to it. do it. I you know, it. so yeah. like ultimately, I just think like again, I do the trade. I think it's a slam dunk. I'm not. Then my only concern would be we'll see how he is in this new role. They're not acquiring him to play nickel. If they were acquiring him to play nickel, it'd be like this is a slam dunk. Now let me ask you this: Do you now? I know they announced him as a safety, so I guess they won't. But like, would you rather have him play nickel and Maddox move to safety? No, no, I don't think okay. so. But I mean, it's an interesting thought. Maddox I mean, we've played, seen Maddox yeah. play safety. So, I mean, as Johnson, I look in this. I think spe- Maddox has played it more because didn't he play it for like this, 10 or 11 games? This guy's game? bigger than Maddox, which I like a is little he? bit. A I think lot? he's a little okay. bit bigger. He's not much bigger, but I think he's a little bigger and he's a little more physical, it seems like, as a player. So I, I think I would keep it this way. Look, in this case, I will trust the Eagles to decide which guy should play safety and which guy should play corner. Right. Look, maybe it is this kind of, in a way, a little bit positionless where. You know, it's like you got that guy, you got that guy, and we're just kind of figuring it out with those type of, of players interchangeable yeah. in some ways too. Well, That's I think they're be also so going to be set up like it's going to be tough to get the a Eagles. lot of Marcus Epps. I think a that lot of Marcus Epps. Marcus another Epps. good point. We yeah. don't like. I think he's had a good camp. We don't know if he's good. Well, it's interesting, and we talked about this. Like the very first press conference at training camp, the one how he does like. It was some question just generally about the defense. And he, he brought goes, up Epps. He's yeah. like Marcus Epps. Yeah. And like starts talking about how much they love Marcus Epps. And then we see that. And he and has then, had a good camp. And look, and it's gone. It's, they, they're they putting it out there. I saw Peter Schrager do a segment on, on Good Morning Football where he's like, basically, Marcus Epps is going to be a stud. Like, Marcus, they love Marcus Epps in that building. Like, one of those things. I think he's also a free agent. For but the point being, though, yeah. that like the, the Eagles are not just, clearly they like him, but they like him so much, they are letting us know this guy's going to be good. We're excited about this yeah. guy. I mean, it's an interesting way to go about it. Like, you need to be really in on someone to tell your – because we're going to find out. Like, yeah, Marcus well, Epps sure. either going to suck Especially or Especially if he's playing single high. Right? Like, he's so very definitely They have, like, really put themselves out there in a way from a, a, a public messaging standpoint on Marcus Epps. And you better deliver because he's going to be asked to deliver. Yeah, well, the other thing, uh, too – God, how am I just forgetting what I was going to say? So, Marcus Epps, complex schemes, that wasn't it. How much they love him, the um, messaging how much they about love him, him. The messaging, apps. I lost it. Damn. I know. It was such a good lead in, too. I felt like you were ready to roll. I was with really it. ready to roll. Um, apps. Nothing worse. We've talked about this. When you're talking into a microphone and yeah. we are a no delete podcast, you well, know. Well, you know what it really was? Yes. I thought we should talk about Rager for five minutes. Well, we were going to. I know, gonna but that, that's what threw me off. Uh, from I got you. My well, point. you know what? Let's just do it. Let's go with your. your oh, I, yeah, I remember. Here's what it is. <laughs> Here's what it is. <laughs> yes. It's going to be really hard to get this Eagles defense in bad matchups because they have versatile. people in the secondary and, frankly, at linebacker now with Kaiser, where, like, you trust them in coverage more. Like, mm-hmm. last year it was very easy to get them in bad matchups, yeah. right? They had That's safeties that were extremely one-dimensional. They had linebackers that couldn't do things. Now, like, you split almost anyone out wide, and the Eagles have someone that can go, and you can feel pretty confident about that. It's a really good point. Thank you. Uh, it's pretty Glad exciting. I remembered. I'm excited to see how this defense looks in action. All right, let's get to the regular of it all. 
again, uh, as we mentioned at the top of the pod, it is now 2.34 on Tuesday. Um, they have until 4 to make moves. Um, we're going to talk about what we think happens. This is the idea. We're not going to do another emergency pod if, Ray, if Rager does get traded because I'm sorry, Jalen Rager. You know how I feel about you. I'm just not going to do that. Um, but we're going to talk about it now, and we'll obviously react to it at some point if it does happen. Where are you at right now? 2.34 again. The Let's go to the phones, guys, who... Clearly, They've been very good at They have this, a legit yeah. source. I mean, they got the Deshaun Watts news before it came out. They had the Fletcher Cox cut, resign, and then they had the schedule, like the yeah. full schedule. They clearly have a real source down there. They're, they were saying in discussions only, but that funny enough. With the Vikings, With I the know. Vikings, which again, and you trade JJ. JJ went to yeah, see, yeah, I know. JJ ought to, to go with DK. And the, it's almost like, a, uh, it's almost. Like, I almost think how he's it's doing like it a is bit. Like, it's like he's a bit. trolling us. Yeah. Yes. It's a bit. Um, All right, here's my regular take. Yes. And it, and, it, and it fits either outcome of this. Love it. Like, I, people need to just move on from Rager. Mm-hmm. Like, take whatever emotional, and you are part of this, so I'll talk to you a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm you the have so many great, leader, man. Yeah, you have so many great things in your life. Like, everyone needs to, <laughs> everyone needs to let the Rager heart hate out of their heart. He's yeah. not a starter. He's not going to play a ton. Yeah. Worst case scenario, if they don't trade him, he's returning punts, right? Which, like, yes, I get that he has to be better at it, but if the worst thing is... sucks in, at it, but yeah. Yeah, okay, I get that. But, like, if they don't trade Rager, it's not a big deal. He is the fifth wide receiver on this roster. He is going to be, at most, like I said, the starting punt returner. So, if they trade him, fine. Like, I, I think it's better for both sides. I remember when we recorded this after the Tampa game. I said... It is better for both sides that they move on. I don't think if he's in the locker room, I heard Richie say this, I don't think you have to get him out of the locker yeah, room. Yeah, Richie thinks it's like an addition by subtraction. And I, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. I think he's fine. I see him at practice. He interacts with people. You see teammates support him on Instagram. Like, I think he's fine. If they trade him, fine. I think it's best for both sides. If they don't, I don't think it's a big deal or like a failure by Howie. I see so many people on Twitter like, get him out of here. He Like, if Howie doesn't trade him, I'm going to be mad. Like, move on. He's done. Like, they corrected the problem. They have great receivers. It, it is what it is. Yeah. And I, I get it. And holistically, I agree. Like, I don't, I've always said, you know, I don't hate him as a person. I, I hate him as an eagle. Yes. Deeply and passionately. And uh, frankly, honestly, I know you have issues with him. Your your issue is more that what he represents of missing yeah, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, big time. And then again, the, you know, the laziness, the lazy routes, all that stuff that bothers me. But yes, what he represents, and it, because I so desperately wanted yes, that one guy. for sure. And because I've been more than validated in that Which one. Which is so one. funny, because it'd be so good for Rager to go somewhere else. And then, of course, if he lands in Minnesota. It'd be hilarious. Like, it would be too funny. Um, I will say, though, and I, I generally agree with you at this point. Like, he's a non-factor, whatever. I would prefer he's not returning punches, because I feel like there's no upside there. I'd rather Quez or someone back there like... I don't know. Maybe you could do it. Like I've never seen it. So like, it I'd could rather, be worse too for what it it's be, worth. Well, you know, again, like, then fair catch it. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I trust him to catch the ball more than I trust Rager. Right. Sadly, um, but I will say if he does come back, and I would trade. I would trade him for a seventh. I've said this before. I'd trade him for a conditional seventh. I'd cut him personally. I would. Like, okay. But I would cut him. Like I. I don't think they have. to. I don't to. think the cap implication is bad. Think, enough. And I don't think yeah. they're going to look. I don't, I don't think, think if they trade him. I think to the point, and we're going to get to the the last round of. You know, the, the names that have gone today, but Deion Keynes, you mentioned cut, Devin Allen cut. Like, yes, these guys could be brought back, practice squad, all that stuff, but it does seem like if they don't trade Rager, he's probably the fifth receiver. And I will say the only thing I worry about is this guy has not shown a propensity to um, to uh, be able to be mentally tough when things like, I don't know, being included in trade rumors all day happen. You know what I mean? So, like, I just don't know if him coming back after being – Talked about being traded. He goes, like, oh, get rid of him. Oh, excited. We're going to trade him. All that. If he doesn't get traded, like, I don't know if he's the best person to come back into this locker room and put his head down and go to work, if you know what I mean. Right. 
But again, I do think the the I don't think he's going to submarine the culture. The yeah, I don't think it's a that. So bad I don't thing. think it's a huge deal either way. But I would cut him if they can't trade him personally. But I understand your point. So small thing I noticed at practice, which makes I believe he's going to be gone. But this is another reason I think he's going to be gone. The Eagles, when they do wide receiver individual drills, they line up almost always in the order. Like it's it's always one goes, through five goes, kind of thing. It goes like AJ Devonte Quez Pascal right. And Rager has been near the front of that all camp. Yesterday, he was dead last behind everybody. Wow. Like, really? And I don't think they tell him to line up there. Like, I think it's somewhat depth chart related, but it's the first time I've seen him wow. be dead last. That's actually a really— I just thought it was like a little I interesting think it's thing. Like, I mean, who knows what's going to happen, but I think it's a really—I love when you bring those little, you know, kind of yeah. things that we don't get to see. We would never see that. We would never right. know the order is like yeah, that. he always. was dead so, last. That's really interesting. And look, again, like, you know, we'll see what happens. I would get rid of him. I, yeah. even and if look, I they're not probably him. not going to get anything of value. Maybe, maybe best case scenario, they get that running back from the Vikings because they also I love give Alexander up like, Madison. No, but I'm saying but you're not getting him for regular. Like, no, no, no. Be you'd plus. have to give up a pick. To yes, get, yes, 100. So we'll see what happens. But there. outside of that, like again, like this, what you kind of do after the final roster is you go like, all right, how's the roster? The roster stacked. Yep. Like the quarterback question is what it is. Yep. But like outside the, of the that. roster itself, it is the most talented roster I've ever covered. Wow, I mean, I still think I get it. I, it wasn't point, as big like name. I still think twenty seventeen was a better roster. I think I don't. I think twenty seventeen is is like when people talk about that team. We always and it's my fault too. But we talk about the culture. We talk about the folds of it. They all were certainly very talented. I don't think we talk about how talented that roster was from a depth perspective and just from like a quality player. Like the, like yes, they didn't have the biggest names at all spots, but it was like every single player could play on that team. But I'll so. say this: I think if you drafted, if you put. If you put all the rosters together and you drafted one through fifteen, now it's tough because like Kelsey's twice. So like yeah. right, like twenty seventeen Kelsey goes before twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's Kelsey. a tough one. I think there's probably more twenty twenty two. Interesting one. I still say twenty seventeen, but I get the point, and it's certainly the point is it rivals it, which is insane. Yeah. Well, and then again, like no shot at Jalen, but like Carson was unbelievable that year. Exactly. And clearly, that impacts as the was Foles too. As right? was Foles. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so. you're right. That roster's probably a little better, but I think also if if we listen to our pod. We weren't working together. But if we would have done a pod together mm-hmm. week one, 2017, and compare it now, I think the way we talk about this roster would have been way higher oh, than the way we Oh, I agree with that. Well, remember, roster. we cr- criticized Doug for that. Doug said, Doug was yeah, the one who was Doug like, said it was the most Doug was like, this roster is amazing, dude. Like, it's like yeah. the 96 Packers, and we're all like, yo, dude, relax. And he right. was right. And he was that's, right. That's my point. I think, but to your point, yeah, there is no way we thought heading into that season that roster was close yes. to this roster. It's a great, great point. All right. Uh, all I make, man. I know. You're I know. a stud. That's why if, if uh, you're a real one, you listen to this right away, quickly turn on WIP and listen to Elliot with, yes. with Marks and Reese because he's about or to come up and great bring the fire leading into the cut down time. Uh, last thing before we get out of here because you're going to go on the air in a minute or two, but um, uh, any of the other just general thoughts on the cuts? Devin Allen gets cut. Anthony Harris, I think, makes sense after. I think he'll come back. You think he'll come back. So just the... Devin Allen, Anthony Harris, Kane, like any of these ones, yeah. just any thoughts on So I think Devin Allen, I want to give props to him. I think, like, he improved throughout camp, and the fact that I even thought, and not just me, other beat reporters thought he would make the team was a credit to him. And, like, the, and credit to him for doing the gunner stuff. That, he didn't I mean. just come like, in and be like a sprinter guy. He's like, I'll go out, I'll run and run down a punt and try and tackle a right. guy. Like, and, like, I'll say this, too. Like, if he would have made the roster, and I think Reed Blankenship will, like, these are examples Nick can use next year of, like, look, guys, like, training camp matters. Yep. Like, Reed earned a spot. Devin Allen won a job. Now he got cut, so it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But, like, that gunner thing is probably why he wasn't in the cuts yesterday, and he's yep. in them today. Yep, yep, so, yep. like, I would have cut Devin. I think it's the right move. 
I think he'll probably get through waivers. It wouldn't shock me. Like, sometimes GMs can be simple. It'd be like, oh, that's the track guy, and they'll just pick him For up. For sure. But, yeah. like, I think he, uh, I, I, like, you know, dunked on him a little bit in the camp, and, like, you know, blah, blah. I, props to him. He yeah. improved out there. He was, uh, dude, I, when they brought him in, I was like, all right. Yeah, and ultimately didn't make the it's team. Like track but, guy, whatever. Right. No, but the fact, to your point, the fact that we even legitimately talked, like, could Devin Allen make this team is a credit to you him. You know what's crazy? Shocking. He's four years older than Rager. Wow. That's pretty Because I was thinking about, like, who would you rather take a gamble on, Rager yeah, or Allen? And I bet so... most fans would say Allen. Absolutely. He's four years old. That's really, wow. Rager's young. Yeah. Well, you bring yeah. you often bring up how no, you're right with how, Hertz, how old Hertz fair, is. Fair, he's a year. I don't know if it's a full year, but he's 23. And, That's fair. Yeah, that is a really fair point. All right. Um, again, we'll be back later in the week. We got the Saturday show coming up Thursday night. Check us out. Yes. Seven to eight. We'll be on with Joe Giglio for his Eagles roundtable. Go Birds hour. You know, Joe smart putting us on. He gets it. It's going to be a quality hour. It'll be it's a bonus pod. We're going to have a good time. Bonus stuff. I used to do a pod with Joe, by the way. Yeah. Joe's No great. huddle show, yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah, the no huddle. Back in the day. I know, yeah. Happy year like here seven now. years ago. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, Me too. All right. Uh, so, we'll be back later in the week. Uh, all kinds of stuff to get into. We'll react to whatever else happens from now till four. Any final thoughts, pal? Just please don't make fun of me online for my 53-man roster prediction. Oh, that's That's good. all I ask. Yeah. I think I'm probably going to come in last. I believe in you, buddy. I have Jack Anderson on there. He got cut. I didn't have Kane, but I did the Lovato thing where they cut him and then they bring oh, him back. that was a mistake. Well, yeah. my thought was basically, and honestly, it's like how he says. You got too cute. You got to swing big. Yeah, you got too cute, And like, I, I wanted to go for the win. And I said I'm going to finish it. dead last. I appreciate it. That's all right, though, buddy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I people are definitely going to make fun of me more than they would somebody else finishing last, but that's hey, okay. Hey, I just spent a week uh, in with the midday show, and let me tell you, Twitter's not a friendly place. Not a friendly so place. So I got made fun of mercilessly for well, things that I can't job. control, like my voice and other things. Yeah. So trust me, I feel your pain, buddy. Thank okay, you. I feel your pain. You. Um, my final thought is, I love that we don't have to worry about that here because the real ones, the Go Birds listeners, the best. It's, it's, it's all about the love here. We're a family and it's the best. Yes. And you know what, guys? We got a fun season coming up. I'm pretty Book freaking excited. Book a trip excited. on... Uh... Um, yeah, fans of Philly. Fans of Philly. I was going to tweet that today, but like, if you're a, excited now, this season's going to be dope. Uh, both Go Birds guys are going to. We're working. You've never on been it. to Chicago. We'll see what happens. You know, throwing stuff out there. Yeah, oh, Chicago. It's a really nice town. I've heard. Got buddies in Chicago. Yes, it's good stuff. All right, um, we'll be back later in the week. Uh, freaking Howie, man. What a, what a stud. He's got two what a more superstar hours. Superstar. Yeah. Well, he's got guys. hour fifteen. Yeah, hour fifteen. That's like six hours for other general managers. Yes, exactly. That's what uh, as I always said, you know, nobody better. Howie never. I've always said that. Never been. All right, yes. we'll be back later in the week. Is all you, Jim? Jim.